Good morning, my wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it is going to be February 16th, 2022. I got to put the year on there because this is the third year of the podcast. And you guys might think that some of the stuff I did in, you know, 2020 is brand new stuff. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that video podcast I released. Um, I have not actually, I have not been able to see it yet. Um, it's not popping up on my Spotify, but it says it's already been listened to. So hopefully somebody out there was able to, or somebody was. And so if you guys can give me some feedback on social media, that would be awesome. Spotify now has a new, you can rate podcasts on Spotify. You cannot do that before. It's only on iTunes. This is really awesome. You guys, if you use Spotify a lot, like I do, I, all my music on Spotify, Uh, My husband and I got a premium package and we got like me, him, and four of our uh, older kids on it. Um, So that's how we do all of our music these days. But uh, yeah, you can rate podcasts on there. And now they have this new feature because now Anchor and Spotify have partnered or whatnot. Or I think Anchor is owned by Spotify now. I'm not really sure. But they have a rating tool on there. So you guys, if this podcast is giving you some value, please, please, please give it a five-star rating. Uh, you know what? Matter of fact, give it whatever rating you want, right? I just need y'all to rate it because the more that you guys engage with the content, the more they push the podcast out there. And um, I really believe that this stuff can change people's lives because it's changed mine. I am the fruit of the things that I talk to you guys about and I'm super passionate about it. So anyway, thank you guys for your support. Thank you for listening. Um, I did a life coaching series back in 2020. So if you are a person who's trying to establish who you are, Right? Maybe you just went through a recent identity crisis and uh, you need to get more grounded in your character and your values and build yourself up from there. Be sure to go through that process. It's a five-month process. It's it's a lot of content. It's a lot of work. But if you do it, it's going to change your life. And uh, so why not listen to you know one a day? Get into a new habit of integrating you know things into your life that build you up and take you where you want to go. And so this podcast can do that for you if you do the work. And so I definitely encourage anybody on here who has not yet learned to establish themselves and their character and their values, go back to January 20th, 2020, listen all the way up through May 21st, 2020, go through the process, answer the questions, do the work in the context of your own life. And I swear it will change your guys' lives. You're going to have more peace. You're going to become more firm, secure, and steadfast. And you're going to start to... Um, have desires in your heart that you are going, God is going to unleash desires in your heart. They're going to become uncovered. You didn't even know they were there. Okay. It's going to change your life and it's going to be an awesome thing. So anyway, you guys be sure to do that. So today I want to ask you a question. Whose words are you warring with? Now this, you guys, everything I share with you is in the context of my own life. I don't talk to you guys about anything that I'm not currently going through or have not already gone through or whatever, okay? This is from the very depths of my soul, my heart, my life, my internal world, okay? So I'm being vulnerable with you guys by sharing that with you, all right? I'm not ashamed to show up and be transparent that way because I really believe this is how the grace of God is going to be unleashed upon the world is by us walking in our God-given authority. Again, knowing who you are, establishing yourself and your character and values. And then you just go out and you do that thing that God's put in your heart. He's put it in my heart to share this stuff with you guys. And so I'm going to do it. And I love doing it. And so anyway, um, this question came to my mind yesterday. 
and it's all in the context again of some things that I've been thinking about in my life and you know maybe you can relate maybe you can't but um, this podcast is for people who are ready to make progress in their lives and change who are you know change is not hard you guys change is good especially if you've put it in your mind that you want to do the things that you want to do right you've given yourself permission to dream to ask yourself what you need change is good if you're going towards what you want right okay and getting out of you know living defensively in life but that's a whole nother conversation so i released the podcast today talking about money a, co- a common problem for all that was the video podcast and that was a whole nother spin on the judas incident so you guys be sure to check that out um if i'm able to post this on social media on facebook instagram you guys be sure to share your thoughts with me about it okay so i got up the other day and i've shared with you guys before that i've definitely had struggles with being anxious about money and i told you how that all kind of came about in my life growing up um i asked the lord you know or he asked me ashley why do you rely more on money instead of me now obviously god already knew the answer to that question but he was trying to help me understand myself a little bit better and not judge myself. I think we got to get really comfortable with being comfortable with ourselves and not judging ourselves and having compassion for ourselves and understanding because really that is that is what's going to give you the um how can I say this? Not not, not the authority, but the true empathy that other people need. All right? Um Jesus says love another love each other as you as I've loved you. Love one another as you love yourself. You have to know how to apply these things to yourself and able to help other people. That's where you're going to get wisdom from. You're not going to get wisdom any other way. I shared with you guys, wisdom is just you being able to take things outside of you, knowledge, understanding, insight. Being able to take those things, integrate it in the context of your life that's going to help you produce the greatest results you can. You 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 have a vision for your life, right? Wisdom comes with a vision. You have to know what you want and what you want to do. All right? That's the number one thing. So you've got this thing that you're going towards, but then you have to know the best means to get to that end. That's what wisdom truly is. And it's your ability to take all these great insights that have come before us, you know, uh understandings about life and looking at your life and saying, "Okay, how does that apply? How does how do I need to adjust myself to align myself with the truth of this so I can grow into the things that I want to do so I can make true progress?" That's going to be the wisdom, okay, that you're going to gain. Anyway, um so the lord was showing me some things about myself about money and i shared with you guys that he gave me a revelation i think it was back early 2021 that i had as a kid become dependent upon money because it's what brought me security and i shared with you guys that growing up i didn't learn how to uh, rely on people's character okay my mom and dad didn't have reliable character okay They were very inconsistent. They were alcoholics. All right, they were always stressed. There was always drama. And so, um, you know, I and because of the situations I went through growing up, watching my mom be abused, trying to solve my own problems, then my mom telling me if you continue to do that, Ashley, this way, if you continue to talk to people, which was bringing me relief but was stressing her out, then my life was going to be worse. I was going to go to CPS, go get molested by, you know, multiple, you know, foster homes. My life was going to be miserable. Obviously, I didn't want to go through that, so I was like, "You know what, Ashley? You just got to keep your mouth shut. 
And I was like, well, what can I do? Maybe I'll try to talk to my mom and dad. Maybe I'll try to help them figure this out. Mind you, I'm a five-year-old kid, okay? No joke, you guys. I was like five years old, kindergarten, preschool, sitting my dad down, my stepdad, you know, he was like 6'2", 250 pounds, sitting him down in the kitchen, you know, trying to have a conversation with him, asking him, what's going on, dad? That was never my responsibility as a child. My responsibility was never for me, a five-year-old, to help my parents get their crap together, okay? And so anyway, because of them not taking full responsibility for their life, I was, I learned to take responsibility for other people, but I don't want to veer too much from this conversation. I want to go back to the money thing because I did not have people of character in my life consistently. I learned to rely on money. My biological father sent a child support check every single month for 18 years until I graduated high school. Okay. That money brought a sense of security to me. That money meant, Hey, we can pay the bills this month. We can do this or that. And I relied on it. That was just a season of survival that I was in growing up as a child. Well, now as a woman, as an adult woman, my life is not the same as it was and things are different. However, when money gets to a certain level, I start feeling the same emotions that I felt growing up, the stress and the, oh crap, you know what I mean? Especially right after Christmas, like you guys in our house, we've got four birthdays in October. So we got four birthdays in October, then we got Halloween, right? You buy all the kids costumes. Even if I spend 10 bucks a piece on six of them, that's 60 bucks, right? All right, so then you've got Halloween, then you've got Thanksgiving. You're making a big old meal there, you know, special stuff, right? Buying a $30 turkey on top of every all the other little fixings you wanna do. And then you've got Christmas coming up, right? Buy all our kids gifts. And then, uh, you know, Christmas dinner and then New, New Year's, right? We like to, you know, get the sparkling cider. And, and that stuff isn't super expensive. But the point is, is, there's a point in my life from October to December where the my tension is a little bit higher. It's like, oh my gosh, we're forking out all this money for stuff, okay? And so I, I begin to feel anxious about it. Well, I got up the other day and I was feeling the anxiety a little bit about money. Like, oh man, Lord, I wish I had more money. Why do I have to dip into the savings account to buy groceries right now? Like, this is really frustrating, you know? And uh, so um, I was like, okay, Lord, obviously I need a reality check of things. So I'm going to share my notes with you guys really, really quick. Um, and then I will get off this podcast because I can talk to you guys forever, I swear. Okay. So let me see. Um, okay. I was just thanking the Lord for daily encouragement, what he's doing there. Okay. Now, um, I said, thank you, Lord, for being in me. And I pray that I will live like you do more and more that I wouldn't war with the words you have spoken to me, but receive the words and hold on to them so they can produce whatever was spoken in the context of my life. You guys, what did Jesus say his words were like? The parable of the sower, okay? Um, and that's in, you know, Matthew, Mark, and I think, uh, not John, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, okay? There, there's the parable of the sower and what the Lord talks about his, his word, right, is a seed. It goes out and is sown into these different types of soil, okay? So God's word is a seed, and it's supposed to produce whatever is inside of that seed, whatever's inside of that word, whatever he said to you, right? God wants to produce 
ultimately, you guys know the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance. He wants to produce those qualities within you. Okay? And so he's going to talk to you in a certain way. He's going to give you certain perspectives that will produce that result. All right? It's all going to come to you through a word. It says faith comes through hearing and that the word of God. You hear the word of God and it's going to, you know, it can give you faith. It can give you expectation. Okay? God's word gives you an expectation because God is good and God wants to do good. He wants to prosper us. Okay? So he's going to talk to you in the context of your life. Again, number one, to produce the fruit of his spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance, as well as uh, the things that he wants you to do in your life. Okay? God has given you certain skills, talents, abilities, all of those things. They're all locked up in the soil of your heart. You got the work. You got to do the job of, of digging that stuff up. Okay, you got to be out there just like the farmer does and prepare the ground. The ground is your heart. You've got to get out there, get the shovel out, do the work and start cultivating your heart so you can get God's word. When he talks to you, you can get it in your heart because you need the seed. The seed needs an environment. Okay, just like when a man goes into a woman, right? And that woman receives the seed. Okay, the environment is her, is the womb. Okay, that baby's going to grow inside of there. And the mother, you know, what she puts in her body, what she does is also going to influence how that seed, you know, is, it grows. And, you know, it's amazing that, um, you know, there's stories of women who abuse themselves and, but God in, in, in his ability, right? With this baby, the, the babies turn out like perfectly. It's amazing. Like how that even gets you know, um, bypassed at times. It's just amazing. I, the design of God is just flawless and, um, just our bodies and, and how they do things. It's, it's pretty fascinating. Anyway, I don't want to get too far off on that. The point is, is you need to have an environment. So that seed, that word that was spoken to you can grow. He wants that to literally be reproduced in your life. However, because of the experiences you've had in your life, because of the things you've been through, you've got certain thought patterns and beliefs that were, uh, you know, uh, cultivated in you as a result of those things. You guys, a belief is just the meaning you've attached to an experience. What does this thing mean? And whatever you think it means, you say that's what it is. And therefore you act that thought out in your life. Sometimes those beliefs that you have don't fit a current reality. I don't live with my mom and dad anymore. I don't live with that type of stress. So when I find myself in those anxious moments, they're really just old loops to, to things that have happened before, right? I'm just like reacting to uh, the, the stimulus, which is money is low. So then if money is low, then I go ahead and, re you know, react anxiously to that. That's like, that's just my relationship based upon these things that have happened way back in the past, okay? So I was like, okay, Lord, you know what? The reality is, you're with me now. You've been with me for 15, 16 years. It's kind of like if you've been married to somebody for a long time and they've been trying to, you know, show you how much they love you and care about you, but you can deny that, right? Because of what you think about that person or that situation, right? Have you ever tried to tell somebody you love and care about them? Or, you know, it could be a friendship. It could be anything, any type of relationship where you are trying to show them that you are there for them and they just are like oh no right and you're like what the heck what what am i doing at the end of the day it has nothing to do with you it's all about what they think and perceive 
You have no control how people respond or react to you. All right, that's not your responsibility. You just have to know what you want and what you're intending to do and be able to communicate that and uh, be willing to also clarify that if needed. Because there's times where you may intend something, but it doesn't always come out that way. And now you have the responsibility to communicate to that person the best you can, right? With what you say, your body language, like, no, this is truly what I meant. You gotta be able to communicate, right? But anyway, um, uh, gosh, where was I going with all this, you guys? Oh, it's already been 16 minutes. I gotta hurry up. All right, so anyway, the point is, is the words that the Lord has spoken to you, the promises, the, the good things he wants, he literally wants that. Not right now, Bear, I'm almost done. He literally wants that to become manifested in your life, for your words to become flesh. Hold on just a second, you guys. I'm going to stop this podcast. I got to come right back because my youngest is banging on the door. All right, you guys, I'm back. My youngest one was looking for her high heels, and I was just like, you need to wait, girlfriend. You know, mom starts talking about stuff. It's like every time she bangs on the door, it like bangs the thoughts out of my head. And I'm like, where was I? Okay, so the things that the Lord has spoken to you, he literally wants you to become flesh, okay? It says his word became flesh. This whole world was established on a word. Just like anything that you see, anybody's creations, inventions, ideas, it all came from a vision they had in their mind, an idea, a thought. Made in the image of God, it's the same thing with us. Our thoughts will become reality. Now, here's the thing though, that's why you've gotta be careful. You better check the door of your mind. That's why the Lord tells you to, um, uh, what is it? What's that scripture in uh, 1 Corinthians? It's, I'm like drawing a blank right now. Um, take every thought captive, boom. All right, take every thought captive. Not every thought you think is reality, you guys. Do you understand that? Do you know that every thought crosses your mind is not true, okay? Um, and that's the thing, you gotta learn to discern now from the past. Some of those thoughts you entertain could be things that happened before, like with me, yes, I have had money struggles growing up as a child, all right? But I'm not living like I was as a kid. I'm not homeless with my mom, living down by the river, uh, you know, eating government cheese, which I've never had government cheese, but I had government food stamps, you know, the coupon books, so I know about that, all right? That's the point, we were, uh, you know, living off the state to survive. And so I know about that, you guys. We were on, my mom was on welfare. She got tanned for a long time. Um, you know, uh, I've gotten wick with my kids. I've gotten food stamps. Like, I've done all of it, you guys. So anyway, um, my words become flesh. Now, if you want God's word to become reality in your life, you got to be a person that will receive, okay? Just like a woman has to receive the seed, man. She can't, she can't deny it. You know, that the body has to receive it so it can grow. You, Your heart has to receive it, has to receive the promise of God, the words that he said, you know, who he is and who he's trying to communicate himself. You have to accept that. And you have to be able to discern when you're arguing with God. He can tell you something and you can sit there and be like, no, and live in that. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, you're the only one that has to change. That's the only perception that has to change is yours. And you have to realize that your perception of God sometimes does not serve you. If you're frustrated in your relationship with the Lord and when you think about him, that's just, you're not thinking rightly, okay? Your relationship with the Lord should ultimately bring you peace, all right? There's gonna be that refinement where no discipline is, uh, seems, it seems painful. When God is trying to help you train your mind to think differently, 
right? It's going to feel painful because you're going against everything that's familiar to you, right? Even if you have been conditioned to live and struggle and, and strife, if God is, is saying, look, you can trust me, I'm going to be there for you. You have to be able to put yourself in a position where you're like, all right, I'm going to accept that. And it's vulnerable because you don't know what to expect at that point. You're just saying, Lord, this is what you said. I'm going to live it out. So he says that if I keep his words, you can ask him for anything, right? And it'll be done. And, you know, so again, are you accept, are you accepting the words he has spoken to you? And the other thing I was asking the Lord, I was like, Lord, help me get out of certain loops and habits of mind ingrained inside of me. Again, the loops, you know, there's things outside of us, things people say, circumstances, da, 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 da. You have, you know, they call that the stimulus, right? The psychology stuff. And then within yourself, you have how you react to that. What, you know, which is like, you're not, reaction is there's no conscious thought as to what you're going to choose to do and think. It's just like automatic like a reflex kind of thing right that's kind of your default and you can change your defaults though that's the beauty of being in Christ you know you can change your habits of mind and and make your mind serve you in a way that's going to take you where you're trying to go all right so anyway um asking the Lord to break help me break those loops right again that all goes back to me having to realize that Number one, when am I in those loops? When, when, when does this problem happen, right? There's certain stimuli that, that, that goes on that gets me going down that road. So being able to be aware of it and then taking a step back and reminding myself, reality checking the situation. I don't live with my mom and dad anymore. I'm not in that same situation. I have everything that I need. Thank God that I have a, a, a little savings account, you know, where I, if I need some money out of it, I can, I can use it, right? Um, and so, cause there's things that are going to happen that are not in your control. Like for us, you guys, you know, there's times where my husband's paycheck is $150 shorter than it's supposed to be. Right. Because I don't know, sometimes, I mean, there's a couple times where he didn't put his hours in and obviously that was his bad look. Right. <laughs> but you know, there's also times where they want to jack up the IRA contribution and you're like, what? Uh, okay guys, you know what I mean? So there's going to be times where there's going to be things that are going to happen. And you, you know, if you financially, it's good to have a buffer if you need it. The truth is, thank you, Lord, I have that if I need it, right? I didn't have that growing up as a kid. My parents didn't have, you know, money saved up at all. Nope. Everyone went to beer and everything else out there, right? <laughs> beer and weed, okay? That was my parents' uh, uh, kryptonite or crutch or however you want to look at it. All right. So, anyway, um, I just wanted to you know ask you ask you guys whose words are you warring with are you warring with God and denying the good he wants or he's already done for you you could be in a relationship with the Lord for a long time and still not accept who he's always been the Lord will never change regardless he's always going to be faithful he's always going to be consistent he's always going to mean what he says the only one who changes is you so if again this all goes back to us and so Am I going to war with God or am I going to go to war with these old patterns that are trying to separate me from God or keep me, you know, down in that? It's like the Lord wants me to live in him. When you're married to somebody, you guys, the Lord says we're married to him. You're supposed to be underneath the same words in the same covenant. Okay. And I talked to you guys about that on another podcast. I wish I remember which one, which one it was, but 
Um, you know, we are under the same covenant. And so we're supposed to be living under his same words like he did when he was, you know, when he, when Jesus was here walking on, on the earth, he talked about being in the father. Okay. And so with that being said, um, th that's how he was in alignment with him, right? That's how he was, is, was living in his words. We do the same thing now. All right. The Lord has given you promises. He said he's going to do certain things. Your responsibility now is to live under those words. Those are, that's your covenant. That's your commitment you've made to him is by believing and accepting the words that he said. And that changes you in the process. But so don't, you know, don't war with God in that way. Don't deny the good he's done for you. Like accept the good that he's done and go to war with the habits of mind that are not serving you. That's what you need to be going to war with. And you need to be able to discern that. What are your habits of mind you developed growing up as a kid, right? How are they not serving you today? And asking the Lord to help you, you know, throw that off. Throw off every sin and everything that tries to separate you and run with endurance, keeping your eyes fixed upon Christ. You know, the joy set before him. Um, the joy set before you is everything that the Lord has promised to me will come to pass. If I, if Lord, you help me learn to override this. He says, and that's the beauty of it too. It says if we pray and we're thankful, we ask God and we thank him, right? He's going to give us peace that surpasses all understanding. He's going to give you peace that's not dependent upon uh, what it looks like or, or anything like that. Not circumstances or, or people or anything. He will help you have peace because you got to have peace to make good decisions, you guys. And that's what the Lord gives us. He says, my peace I give you, not as the world gives. Um, it's not conditional. I, I, the only condition per se would be you accepting the good that he's come to do for you, right? He's come to forgive you. He's come to restore you. For you to deny that is retarded, okay? Like, why would you do that to yourself? So anyway, I'm going to pop off this podcast, you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope it made sense. I was kind of all over the place today, but, you know, I just, this is what I've been reminding myself of. Lord, I'm not going to go to war with what you said. I'm going to continually accept what you've done and let this process be done in me more and more and more so I can continue to live out the plans that you have. So your words will continue to come to pass in my life. Because you guys, I've seen the Lord do a lot of amazing things in my life. I got so many stories I can tell you, but there's more because I'm not dead. Neither are you. God has more he wants to do in you and through you. And you have to continue this process of letting him build you, throwing off the old man, right? Going to war with the old man per se. I'm not going to live in that mindset anymore. It doesn't serve me. And I'm going to live in, you know, Christ and the reality that he loves me. He's been here for me. Right? While I'm still a sinner, he died for me. I'm learning to live and rely on the love that God has for me. Right? I'm going to put myself in a vulnerable position for him, before him, and with him. And I'm going to just move forward, Lord. So anyway, you guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Have an awesome rest of the day. we got one more next week in February. And then we're going to be starting Revelation Revamp the first week of March 2022. I'm excited about this, you guys. And, you know, I think I'm just going to keep doing one a week podcast because I'm, I'm in the process of like editing my book again. So I told you guys I got the contract, but now there's some things I need to do to the book and it's gonna take me some time. Plus I'm working on another book as well. So um, for my own sanity's sake, and so I don't put too much pressure on myself, I'm just gonna keep doing one podcast a week. Like I told you guys, there's over 200 episodes on here. You got tons of content to consume. Go back and listen to stuff you have not heard yet. And uh, you guys, even though this podcast started in October of 2019, I'm telling you, I can listen to it. It still speaks to me today. That's how I know the Lord is in it because I always get something out of it. And it, there's always something relevant that I can take out of it. And I, I promise you guys, 
the same thing will happen with you, you know? So go back and encourage yourself with things that God has encouraged me with so you can become an encourager of people. That's the goal of this podcast is that you would learn to, to share the grace that God has put inside of you, right? I want to give you guys all the tools, everything I possibly got. Then I want you to go out and share your life in the same way, you know, share your perspectives, share your insights, share from the very depths of your own life with other people so they can, uh, you know, glean from that. Uh, it says we're a body, you know, you should know your authority, know your function. And, uh, there's also going to be people God will bring into your life that need what you have and you need what they have. And you guys can, you know, encourage, and there can be like this flow, this reciprocation, this sharpening process that happens, right? And so anyway, I'm going to get off here, you guys. Have an awesome rest of the week, and I will talk to you next time.